Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Seed. Did you know that supporting your health can be as easy as taking two capsules a day? Each daily dose of Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic is formulated with 24 scientifically studied probiotic strains that support gut, skin, and heart health, helping you start the new year off right. Visit seed.com slash Spotify and use code SPOTIFY25 to get 25% off your first month. With Capella University's FlexPath format, you can set your own deadlines, learn at your pace, and access most coursework from anywhere at any time. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. This podcast is sponsored by Regatta Outdoors. It's a glorious spring day and you're heading out on a walk. What do you bring with you? A paper map? Plenty of snacks? Well, of course they're important, but any seasoned hiker will tell you that footwear is the first thing to consider. Whether you prefer relaxed rambles or challenging summits, comfortable and reliable shoes are essential. Regatta has waterproof and breathable footwear for the whole family, for every outdoor occasion. Discover the range in stores nationwide and at regatta.com. Hello, you're listening to The Podcast, the nature and countryside podcast from the team behind BBC Country Farm magazine. I'm Jack, and once again I'm your host, whilst Fergus is away on his holiday. But today we're taking a trip to Scotland, more specifically Cromarty Firth on the East Coast, where we join podcast regular Annabelle Ross with Fiona, Graham and Sandy for a bird-brimmed bonanza. After, you can join us for our regular plod chat as we dive into our podcast postbag. But before all that, get your podcast binoculars out as we join Annabelle in the wild estuary on her mission to spot a curlew. Graham, where are we? Uh, we're in Dingwall. We're standing on a bridge. Uh, and we've got the Cromarty Firth out in front of us. And we've got this really interesting sort of... It's almost like a canal where the river meets the sea. Because I believe at one time they used to bring barges up here. And then tow them out and attach them onto these posts out there. And, and when they had enough of them, then a tug would pull them away and deliver them somewhere don't know where they were delivered to and don't know what there was in the barges but it's anyway that's where we're standing and what 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 birds are we have what water birds are we hoping to see today well this time of year is a bit tricky because it's quite quiet and although autumn is just beginning we'll, we'll expect in the next few weeks to see a lot of geese coming in a lot of red shank Lot of shell duck, cormorants, curlews, a lot of waders spend the winter in this part of the world, but they're, the early ones are just beginning to appear, but we don't have very many numbers as yet. Should we go and have a look? Sure, let's go. We just, we just saw a pair of um, grey herons? Uh, yeah. There they are. There's one there and one flew further up. Oh, so the, yeah. The tide's coming in, 
so it's bringing in, I guess, food into the river and they're getting ready to eat. There's a lot of red shank here there, and then lots of coals you're hearing just now are red shank. Lots of red shank. Oh, and there's Dunlin, little tiny sewing machines. There's one curly out there. I'll get it on the telescope for you. Uh, where's it going? It was out there, but. Oh, look at all the geese out there, big squadrons of them. Let's see if we can get them in the telescope to start. Oops, sorry. What, which geese are they? I'm just about to tell oh, you. Okay. I think they're grey lags, although the other day there were loads of Canada geese as well. Pinkfoots don't seem to have arrived in numbers yet. This is my new telescope lens. Ooh. Be able to zoom right in here. They're a long way away and they are in silhouette. But if you hear, yeah, they're sounding like grey legs. Remember, we're not experts on these things. Do you see that curly yak there? Oh, there's some ducks. Now, yesterday, there were a couple of mandarin ducks out here, so I'm just checking out all the ducks. The light's better this way, too. That's all this red shanks calling. Is that what that is? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Look at there, they're all moving. So as the tide comes in, they have to move to drier ground. That stick out there, you see that stick that's just sitting out in the middle on the way to the bridge? Mm. That's where the osprey love to sit. <laughs> Even when the water is right up. Anyway, if the water is down or up, it sits out there and it's because it's the only high point around. That so they can fish from? Well, I think it's just, he's, just he, he takes his fish back there and eats, eats it, it. and On that stick. I don't think he's getting a very good look at anything particularly from there. Um, okay. Ducks are widgeon. So these widgeon have not been here all summer, they've just arrived. And they have come in from the north, where they were breeding. Greenland, Iceland sort of way. And they'll be here all winter, and their numbers will expand. But yeah, these are grey lag geese. Do you want to see any of these, Mark? Uh, if I just leave it on? Or mm -hmm. is, this too, is, this, is this too tall for you? <laughs> Steady. <laughs> Oh look, okay. Herons flying up there. So here's here's a mixed group. Oh, that was the heron. <laughs> that was no? that was the dog Lovely. knocking my telescope over. Oh, that was the dog. Yeah, and also, but out here, I just got I got just got in my my sight sight of um sight for you was What's um that? up up up. 
is Osprey. Woohoo! Well spotted, Annabelle. Yeah, look at that. I can't believe it. Yeah. Isn't he beautiful? Oh, hang on. Yeah, hang on. It's Osprey, isn't it? Oh. Uh. Yeah. Isn't that beautiful? He's, is he carrying something? I'm trying to see. I think he might have something, and he's he's. I think he's just caught a fish, and he's drying his wings off. So he's flapping heavily, and it almost puts him into a into a stall. I think he's got a fish. Spotted. He do, does look sort of slightly oh, look. struggling occasionally. Oh no! Okay. Flying right, Graham. Oh no! Them be just oyster catchers. Yeah. Oyster catchers. Just oyster catchers. No, no. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I should never say just. <laughs> This is lovely because all the birds are now moving into the sun, so we're getting really nice views of them. So out there, there's a bunch of geese. You see all the dots in the water? Yeah. So they are a mixture of grey gray lag geese and Canada geese. Okay, the osprey's coming down, 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 oh, down, down, down into the water. Whoa! <laughs> so that looked like he was catching a fish. Let's see if he's got anything. He's There he is, he's washing, um, drying his wings off again. Oh, he has. Just caught one. Yeah. He's got a sizable fish. And let's hope he lands on his wee post. He's heading that way. <laughs> Look at that. He's coming in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, he's not. He's carrying on. That is beautiful. Oh, hang on. Look, Look he's drying again. He's coming closer. You can see the glint of the sun on the fish. Just watched an osprey catch a fish, Sandy. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, amazing. He's still there. He's flying right. There's plenty of is that him up there? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I can see he's must be huge that fish. He's a decent size. Does the osprey live here all, all year? No, they'll arrive in the spring from Africa, West Africa, and then they'll breed here. I reckon they breed over there in those trees just there because one day I was driving underneath the tree and he was sitting up there and I nearly crashed the car into the into the ditch. That's how I'm going to die. <laughs> anyway, they fish here in the slightly deeper water and that stick, which is now underwater nearly enough, is one of their favourite places to the perch. The kind of V. Yeah. It's got a V. Yeah, it's almost underwater there, but... He's, uh, this is his favourite place. And they can, I've seen them right across there as well, and there's more sticks to sticks to, to perch on oh, there. Yeah, yeah. And they seem to be very successful, and that fish we saw earlier was huge. So, so sorry, you're saying, where do they go? Oh, sorry, where West Africa. In the, the, the osprey that leave here in the autumn fly to West Africa. So they're going, they're thinking of going now? Oh, September, yeah, 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 yeah. Most, most of them will be will have gone West Africa and they'll come back and they'll come back in the spring yeah but we also have this sort of funny thing where we, as far as I know because I'm learning but this there's this thing where we get all these birds that are coming over from northern Europe just now so or from Greenland or from Iceland and it might be that the osprey we saw today had come down with them and will carry on down further Maybe our residents have already gone. But if they're in, so the, but you're saying they're nesting in the trees. Are yes. They, are they there? So they breed here. Yeah. And then they move on down further south. But the one we saw today, I don't know if that's the one that we have breeding here, or if he's a he's or uh, if he or she have come from further north yeah. and are now joining with all these grey lag geese that are heading further south. 
What was that thing you were talking about earlier called, is it a bird dumping? Is that how you say it? A bird dump? Bird dump. Or drop. A drop. A drop, yes. So at um, what does that tar- mean? Ness, given really interesting weather conditions, so we had that huge storm the other day, so these birds were all in their, on their migratory route when they hit this storm or they've sensed this storm. So instead of flying through the storm, they get to the nearest bit of land and they drop. And you can get most amazing birds it's like yeah. all sorts yeah so the, there they had things like what did they say five pied uh, fly catchers spotted fly catchers red back shrikes I mean things that you just don't get here normally or very commonly in, in Scotland suddenly just arrive in one place and there's hundreds of them but it's and quite stressful for the birds right it's quite because they have to go back way back up the ones that made it are okay because they'll hang around until weather conditions like this so if we were to go there today they will all have gone probably yeah, yeah. but there'll be a lot out there who maybe didn't make it and often if you see a bird which you rarely see in Britain then it's been swept so far off its course that it it might not ever be able to find its way back again yeah there was an albatross here in northern Scotland for Ooh. quite a long while and, and, it, and it hung around for ages and you're know, thinking well maybe just completely lost its way mm. and and you know mm. couldn't find other albatrosses of nice it. for you to see but perhaps yeah, not well, so that's, nice for it that's it, I always feel a bit sad when I see a vagrant because I'm not sure if he's going to be alive for much longer Lovely. Yeah. See how the red shank are all moving in a sort of phalanx. They sort of dance along the. Yeah. They sort of skim along the top, don't they? It's lovely the way they. Yeah, they move. They're, they're rushing around. They're rushing forward, and then when they've finished that bit, they fly. On. Oh, there's a curly for you. Okay, let me get a curly. Okay. So where the green, where the red shank are? Yeah. There's a little point just after that, mm-hmm. and it's at the end of that point. Let me see. I just, I just lost my. Lost them. Ravis. Oh, Ravis, come here. Yeah, that wasn't. Come on, we're completely wrong place. More red shine coming in. Yeah, that was beautiful. Them coming in across there, stunning. Monty, what were you doing? He was uh, expressing his dominance. Yeah. Don't speak, Monty. She's got the microphone out. <laughs> He's not saying a word. What about so here? Um, Let's just stop here. This is beautiful. Well, there's a, there's a, there's some swallows or house martins. Yes. So the swallows, the swallows are now gathering to head back to Africa down the west coast. Um, but this year, last year, there was a swallow that stayed here till November, and it was miserable. It was freezing cold, icy winds, and this swallow was flying around all on its own. Missed and, its opportunity. Well, yes, and and you know we just don't know. It it we it, we stopped seeing it, so we don't know if it was able to head off down south and and survive or whether it it died. Red shank. Lots of Canada red shank geese. Up. Canada geese. Some ducks out there. Yeah, widgeon. 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 Um, seagulls. Gulls. Yes, yeah. gulls. So we've got. Um, Let's see, we've got common gulls, which have got a little white face with a kind eye. What's that? 
A goose. No, a big gull. Big gull, okay. It's a herring gull. Yeah. Um, and then there, oh, that's also herring gull. But there's also black-headed gulls, which haven't actually got black heads at this time of year because they're in non-breeding plumage now. Oh. Or youngsters. Oyster catchers in the front here? Yes, just lovely. Right on the edge. Such a great mix. I love the way the red shanks sort of look like they're skiing, skating across the water. So these numbers are because they're all arriving in from their breeding grounds. So if I put put you on here, have a look here and see if you can see amongst the red shanks something looks a wee bit different. (laughs) So in there, there should be some smaller birds. And they're a bit faster on their feet, they're running around a bit more. They've all got red legs. No, there's some without. Some without red legs. They might have moved off. And they're much smaller and they've got a a longer bill proportionately to the body and it just tips down at the end. Is that the curly? These are Dunlin. Dunlin? Dunlin, yeah. But again, they fly off together, so they may have now moved out of the telescope. Oh, no, I can still see them. So can you just move the telescope to the left? To the left. And just see if you can see any. I'm trying to look for leg colour to help me. A size. Focus. Size. size much smaller. Are they? Much smaller, yeah. Oh, there they are. Okay. All right, they're on the edge of the water. They are moving quite fastly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Behind the red legs. Yeah. Red shank. Yeah. <laughs> can't believe we watched an osprey catch. And the curlew, are they on their way somewhere? Or are they... Curlews, curlews, some will move on, but some will have to stay here for the winter. Oh, will they? Yeah. Did you see any there? There's some on the other side of the point. Yeah, we're going to go up there and have a wee look. Do you get the ducks? I th- I've got these little ducks that are kind of quite orangey. They yeah. look quite orangey. They're quite little. Yeah. That's the widgeon, did yeah, you say? Widgeon. Widgeon. That's sweet. Really sweet. Yeah. There's one there. It's always good when you're looking... So oh, oh okay. Is that not curly right in front of them? <coughs> Can you see? Oh, look. <laughs> Let me just check. If I'm on the right widgeon, that is. Where did he go? Bloody. Oh, no, it's not a curly, it's a godwit. Oh, ah. nice. Now, these are bar tailed godwits. So, this one you see is, is actually up to, its, uh, up to its waist in water, so you can't see its legs. Got a spectacular bill. It's a bit high for you. Very long, slightly up, moving. Slightly upturned. He was walking slowly, gently left. No, he's actually just standing there now, in the water, up to his between the gulls. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of gulls, and then there's this brown bird in the middle. It's got slight white on the side. Yeah. And then, but look at the bill. Can you focus in on the bill? Mm-hmm. The focus is here for you. If you, you oh, I'm moving, yeah. some, I'm moving yeah. the wrong button. Oh, oh, you probably are. The focus is here. On the right I have hand, a on different eyesight. Oh, yeah. Oh, there. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. So it has That's a, better. A oh, huge hang on. Bill. I'm looking at the... It's like a pinkish bill. Yes. With a black tip or... Yeah, good. And he's... Um, it's, you get two different oh, types. Like, yeah. Just doing a bit of preening. One has got a very straight bill. And the other, because I can't see his legs, and the other one has got a slightly upturned bill, and I thought that looked like it was slightly upturned. That's such a great bill with the black tip at the end. Is it slightly upturned? I can't, it's hard to say. Is it? And it should be 
quite very long and then they yeah. you know they're lovely to watch feeding because they really bury that bill into the deep yeah end. and then they've got these those amazing sense senses on they can actually taste and feel with the end of their bill you think a bill is just a big big bit of fingernail but it's actually very uh, very sensitive, sensitive yeah so the Canada geese kicking off why are they giving it so over here, you know, when they're giving it like that, you start looking for birds of prey because yeah. we do have, and there he is, there's the osprey. Where's the where? So the osprey's yeah, off left. Yeah. So they were co- they were alarming for an osprey. What's he going to do to them? Osprey wouldn't get them, but we do get the white-tailed eagles here, and they would take What would they, they do? They, might, oh, they, they would, would eat they, one. They, would, they might take a... Uh, here's Wigeon flying past. See that flash of white? Yeah, that's so sweet. Yeah. That's lovely. And just in another few weeks, this will just be full of Wigeon. But that, that was, uh, yeah, that was nice. That was really nice, yeah. Yeah. The, so the, the, the pink beak with the black tip is a godwit? Yes. Yeah, Big, okay. long beak. So I'm just learning my... Yeah. Isn't that cool? Your dunlin are now all along the edge. I think I've got a Quite godwit close in. in the thing with its legs out. Oh, good. Have a look. I think. With its legs out. Oh, yes. Oh, hang on a minute. Or is it a... It's a red shank. Red shank. <laughs> it is a red shank. Yeah, the, red, the, the godwit's legs tend not to be... Red. So red. Okay. Uh, so, let me see. He, we should get out of the water. He's just, he just got his... He's just got his nose in the water, is isn't he? Is that the osprey? Because I don't see him. Where, where's the osprey? I can't see Fly. Is that him? Way off left. Can't see him just now. Lots more widgeon coming in. Now this is really good because the tide is now coming in and so the birds are really quite... Oh no! <laughs> it's what gone. Happened? No, it's just they were so <laughs> squashed in and very close to the edge. We'd have been able to get some really good views and we just walked up a bit but it's actually coming in so fast now. They're moving away. Oh, look at that lovely um, flight of geese just just Isn't above the beautiful? water, reflecting in the water. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, the reflection of the hills as well, the browns and the yeah, it's beautiful. beautiful. So a lot of these will carry on further down. As far you remember, this is my first year here, so. So as far as I know, the grey lags and the Canada geese will carry on further south, but the pink foots will come in soon, and then they tend to hang around in, in numbers. And you'll see, like like you've seen in Norfolk, I think, you'll see them all over the fields, and every time you see a skein of geese going over, it'll be going pink, 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 not... Oh, or, 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 or. Yeah, the, 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 the really is a, is a much lighter pink, pink sort of Did you say a skein of geese? Yeah. S-K-E-I-N. Oh, that's what they are, a skein of geese. It's a great name. Pretty sure it is. Yeah, no, don't worry. Yeah, yeah. I won't hold you to it. Oh, great. Isn't that lovely? You can now see with that light on them, even with your naked eye, you get a really good look at them as the tide comes in and everything's coming closer. And then everything will just disappear. 
just as All of these birds will disappear. Came in, they'll and you're going, okay, tides in, where have they gone? Where have they gone? <laughs> so they have these things called high tide roosts. Yeah, so so here we have all this long grass and along the edges there. So what they'll do is they'll tuck themselves in to some place that they know is safe and the tide won't come up high enough to wash them away. And they'll bury themselves in there and wait for the tide to go back out again. So that's when you go and count them because they're all squeezed into one area. And, and so... When and already the tide's coming in quite quickly. Oh now, yeah, isn't yeah, it? that's it. That's so it. all the waders have gone. You see that? <coughs> yeah, you can't Apart get from the that food now. Little point there. There's a few, but they're now moving in, and they'll probably just. Should we go around the corner? Yeah, the let's curlews? go and see. Yeah, let's go and yeah, see. Yeah, because Sandy them. said he saw the curlews okay. around the corner. Is it? <coughs> yeah, they're just off the point. Let's try that. I saw one first, and then I seen about six together. <laughs> We're not going to get anywhere today, are we? We are. Oh yeah, we're meant to be going. Okay. Where are we going? We're going to a place called Embo, which has great sea watching. So it's a it's a campsite called Urhiland Heim. <laughs> but actually, it's got a really nice um, promontory, rock promontory, and a pier, and you get these um, fly paths of the migrating pelagic birds. So you'll see things like shearwaters and little gulls and um, what else is around just now? All the auks, you know, you might see a puffin or a guillemot or oh, something like that. You might see a puffin. And I think, uh, yeah, we'll do some recording there later yeah. if we ever make it. Yeah, and so that's what we're going to do there and then we're going to go over the moors so that you can find your juniper berries, is that right? Yeah, yeah, I need some juniper berries. And, sun, and sundews. I love sundews. What are they? So sundew is a carnivorous plant. I've just got attached Oops, to the sorry. with my telescope. Um, so it's a carnivorous plant which is found in very peaty bogs which have got very little nutrient. So they have the most beautiful colours. I've got a photograph on my phone for you. And it's orange and it's round like a, oh, a palm of a with hand little, um, with little sticky out bits. dots of yeah. sticky goo. Okay. Yeah. On them, and they're absolutely gorgeous. Catch, catch a, catch a glimpse of one of them in the sunshine, and it's miraculous. Almost as good as orange peel fungus. <laughs> <laughs> the orange peel fungus is pretty good. What are they? Just okay. So these are just a mallard. Females are maybe young. Yeah, the glasses on. Yeah. But um, so in the winter, oh, actually, you do get teal in here as well. The teal move in here, and they're pretty. They're about half the size of those and uh, they, they like it in here in the winter and also you might get goosanders which are uh, fish eating fish eating ducks okay uh, so, so they, they call them saw teeth ducks or something um some of the the, the guys in the what you call it the the big estates don't like them because they they do eat fish and so they have been hounded I think their numbers are maybe coming back. And they're amazing because they're around all winter again. And then suddenly the males disappear and seemingly they go off to northern Europe to molt or something like that. When? In in the spring. Okay. Or something I mean I can't be I mean I'm not exactly sure, but I just remembered thinking, gosh, they've all gone, where have they gone? And it's uh, some sort of weird migration, which I haven't worked out yet. Yeah. Rebus is doing his pointer thing. Hello. 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 
So in this long grass in the winter as well, uh, when it's all seedy, then you get some of the lovely um, little seed-eating birds like uh, Twite. So they are very short-billed seed-eaters. And again, you don't see them all the time, but you might see them with a mixed flock of winter finches, like linnets and red poles and stuff. <laughs> and, they, and they love this, the seeds in this long grass here. What's that taking off? That's, these are um, red shanks. Red shanks. <laughs> amazing looking down there, down the Cromarty Firth. That's yeah. right. Okay. Well, it's certainly very good conditions to see a curlew because it's as calm as anything. But I don't see any. Let me just put, put this down and have a look with the binoculars. Watch out for dog poo there. Oh, because um, oh yeah, because um, cause it's coming in so fast, the tide, so they they yeah, so what you'll see in the in this long grass in around the corner there is you'll just you know now and again you'll see a head, a curly <laughs> as head, you, yeah, potentially, pop, yeah, pop pop their heads up. These are widgeon just there, but the breeding widgeon is beautiful because it's got much more of a sort of reddy buff head with this lovely yellow forehead, the male, and then the white on the wing, very special. But when's that? What time of year? In the spring they start. In the spring, yeah, yeah. They, you start yeah. to see the colours. And actually, during the winter, you see the odd one that's still got colour. I don't know why. I have one interesting bird oh. there. What is that? That actually, I think, was a widgeon calling. I've forgotten it because I haven't heard it since last year. It goes a sort of wee-oo. So there's one of these, like, whistling ducks. Remember them from Africa? Tree ducks? Yeah. The, uh, there, here it went again. It's very unduck like. When I came down here the last time it was mud and the colours yeah. were wandering about on it. <laughs> well, it's just, we were just saying the tide's just coming in really fast and that they've got, they've sort of gone under under the grass, oh, haven't they? Oh, oh, oh. oh, might have a diver out there, that would be nice. We dive. Just have a look to see. Is, is, uh, look out there. Where the there's, I think, some widgeon. Oh, yeah. And in the middle, uh, let me just show it. I have to get it. It will have dived, of course. And I'll never find it again. So, somewhere out there is a big bird with a very long bill. I don't think it was a cormorant. Naked eye. Problem with divers, of course. Can I? Hmm? Can I just have a quick look? Sure. It's a little tiny thing here, tiny, 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 tiny. What, back close in? No, sort of in line oh. with that house in the distance. Okay. Or maybe it's a... It might be a widgeon, but I did think I saw... Uh, I saw I a little grebe, but yeah. I don't... It's, uh, it's, it's got a trail behind yeah, it. Yeah, it's got right? a trail, yeah. It's a widgeon, is it? I, I can't see. I think it is a widgeon. I'll have to get on that scope. Yeah. And, uh, can you see that, Fiona? Yeah, I was looking at... I, I, I think it's a widgeon. Oh, there yeah. it is, there it is. Okay. Um, yeah, it's the same size as the ones it's swimming to. Yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. Going off to join his friends. Exactly. I don't know where that diver went, but it, it will come D up again. Dived. It di oh, it definitely dived. <laughs> it must have dived about a dozen times since I saw it as well. And now you see the red shank 
here on the corner there, mm. they're actually up on the grass and they're just staying still. So that's them finished. Oh, right on yeah, the corner, yeah, just yeah, on the corner. They've just finished for the day now, that's them roosting. And they'll wait until the tide is, is, is better. So the white-bottomed ones? The white-bottomed... Uh, well, actually, these are... Uh, there's grey leg and pink foot. They oh. both have white bottoms oh, okay, and they both see. have orange bills and they're really quite difficult to you separate. You can't tell it's unless the you see the, there. It's the colour of the head. Okay. Um, the grey legs are darker. And the pink foots are smaller, but they're still quite Still difficult. quite tricky. Yeah. Some birds just above the grass line there. You can just see one of them. On that point? Yeah, just run it along the reeds there. If you look through the reeds, along the edge of the reeds, you'll see some birds in there. You get the feeling that um, they're feeling very happy in the sun. Just having a little lonely at last. What are they, three ducks out there? I can't distinguish yeah. them with my binoculars out there. And see the far side when they burst Isn't that funny, that heat haze on a September left-hand side of them. So before all the geese and that... Um, Just before all the birds and the, almost on the beach there. Oh, right, so tucked into the bay there. Where the oyster catchers are. Yeah. To the right, they always yeah. I think there. they are widgeon again. Widgeon. Because I thought that was the ones that's behind their ashes there. They're nice looking birds, but I can't even think. Hiya. Hiya. What are you looking for? Just the the, looking at the birds. Just general birds. General birds. What's that, sorry? All birds. <laughs> you, can, you can identify them. Uh, and curlews. We, is, yeah. We're still yeah, looking for curlews. What the RSP, um, the, yeah. RSP we've been a oh, nice. And I told my mother that they helped you identify what bird it was because they were RSP. That's perfect. No, but we've got loads of geese and so what's happening is that the geese are all arriving from the north. Uh-huh. Yeah, so we get a lot of geese up there. Yeah, yeah, but they've they've been up yeah, in Greenland and Iceland yeah. and they're just yeah. arriving yeah. now, so that's yeah. kind of nice. And we just watched, we did watch the osprey take right. a fish. Oh, oh yes, we've seen the osprey yeah. take with Capella University's FlexPath format, you can set your own deadlines, learn at your pace, and access most coursework from anywhere at any time. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. With milder weather and longer days on the way, now is the time to dust off your hiking boots and enjoy the great British countryside. And wherever you go, whatever the terrain, Regatta Great Outdoors has the right footwear for any adventure. From grassy hills to rocky trails and even paved footpaths, there's a regatta shoe to suit your walking preferences. Discover lightweight trainers for day-to-day wear or walking shoes for multi-day hikes like the brand new Samaras 3. Combining comfort with performance, the Samaras 3 is available as a shoe and boot for both men and women and is ideal for all your hiking pursuits. Tech Foam InSock technology supports your foot, while an EVA midsole and shock-absorbing heel protects you from bumps along the way. Plus, it's waterproof and breathable, so your feet stay dry no matter the weather. Available to shop in stores nationwide and at regatta.com. Well, it sounds like a fantastic time was had by all of there. A brilliant podcast. Thank you again to Annabelle. A big thank you to Fiona, Graham, Sandy, 
and of course the two dogs rebus and monty for an excellent podcast in my opinion very birdie indeed speaking of excellent things i am joined in the studio once again by the excellent Brittany collie hello brett hello it's just the two of us this week hannah unfortunately is a bit poorly so I mean, I'm very much feeling like the podcast supply teacher here. We've we've we've, we've narrowed down, and it's just just the two of us now. Jack, you're doing fantastic. I'm, the pressure is building, but I'm I'm holding I'm holding in, <laughs> <laughs> holding the fort, <laughs> holding the fort down. I mean, what what did you think of the pod? Uh, as I said, a lot of birds in this. A one. A but... lot of birds. I have missed. I'm sure I've missed some, but the ones that I counted were curlew, oyster catchers, red shank, dunling. And there are, as far as I'm aware, all the ones that will stand in the estuary riverbed. The waders? And then, of waders? course, the waders. The waders. Sounds like a band. Um, and then, of course, the osprey catching the fish. Incredible. Absolutely amazing. And my favourite bit has to be the moment when when the geese got really loud because they were warning each other of the osprey coming down again because they'd just seen them get the fish. Just incredible. I mean, there was there was so much that I think that definitely, obviously, was one of the standout points of the pod. But even we just I just went in expecting this to be a curlew hunt. Mm. We got the curlew, brilliant. Check the osprey plucking a fish out of the water. It stays on your theme of bringing audio of birds catching other animals. I know. I think I did say last week. Every time I come on the podcast, something dies, <laughs> or rather, something catches something else. Well, we stick it stick into <laughs> We're that. Sticking with it. I know, but I think I've, we've said this before, I'm learning more about birds and getting used to what they are and their calls and stuff like that. But for this one, again, just so many sort of facts and snippets that are pulled out of it. Even the bit about the, I think Annabelle called it a bird dump. Uh, yeah. The bird, bird drop. Bird I drop. Think it's called. And uh, just about that, I mean, I, I would never, I didn't even consider that that would happen. Yeah, I just always thought they'd continue flying in storms. Like I never thought thought about it any longer but of course they have to go somewhere yeah i mean so much from that it'd, mm-hmm. it'd be great to hear what you listening um thought of it put in your opinions put in your bird facts have you seen any bird plucking <laughs> another item out of the water send them in you can send them to the whole team here by emailing them to editor at countryfile.com now we've hinted at it normally you you bring in your sighting of the week is usually a bird have you had any bird sightings this week? I have indeed. Go on, tell me. And I'm treading on Hannah's toes a little bit here because my sighting is actually a sparrowhawk. I mean, this is all sounding very suspicious that Hannah, Hannah's not here this week and you've got the sparrowhawk. I know, but also the weird thing is I saw it right outside Hannah's house. <laughs> oh, gosh. Trying not to sound like a stalker here. It's just coincidence. But because I was near her house, I took a video and sent it to her because I wasn't quite sure. But obviously, I know she's seen a lot recently, to which she actually confirmed it was a sparrowhawk. So last week, Hannah thought that they'd gone and kind of um, that all of the young sparrowhawks had gone to their new permanent homes. But I think a few are still hanging around. So hopefully, while um, Hannah's recovering, she's uh, seeing lots of sparrowhawks around her house. Definitely. I think she was a bit glum last week, Mm. thinking that they were all gone. So for some of them still to be there... Hopefully, it should perk her up a bit. And... Bit of sparrowhawk company. <laughs> what more could you want? <laughs> what about you, Jack? What's your sighting or happening? I mean, I, I thought we, we've gone very bird heavy. Mm-hmm. I've, I've said that many times already. Mm-hmm. I mean, not to tease anything, but I know we've got some things in the post bag oh, that are tease. still bird bird related. <laughs> um, so I just thought I'm going to have to keep mine bird related. I've said before about my little bird feeders and stuff like that. But it's been I found it really interesting the last couple of weeks to. There seemed to sort of be a quiet period 
of bird song and stuff like that and i think everyone was like oh they're gonna start to move off now it's gonna quiet down a bit but i just noticed i think it's kind of like this weird i don't know little resurgent of some bird mm. noise and stuff and a, f- a few sort of kinds of birds so i've seen quite a quite a few things uh even just on my sort of my bus in and stuff like this morning i think we should move on to the post bag we've got two sounds in Ooh. and i'll be honest they're from quite close to home as in one of them is from annabelle And she has sent in the sound of some swallows from where she recorded her podcast from Scotland. Sent them in and I thought we'd just give them a little listen and uh, see what we think. Oh man, they are pretty cool. Beautiful. That's lovely. I I think like we said earlier with the whole sort of playfulness, Mm. they are very sort of chit-chattery and they all seem to be having a bit of a chat amongst themselves. They're definitely chatting in Scottish accents as well. Oh, definitely. Of course, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, it's amazing. That's that's really nice. It's a a lovely clear recording as well, which is Mm. is nice. And also I've never never noticed with solos that kind of clicking sound you're getting through um, because you can hear the playful chirping and they're chatting to each other. But I would... I wonder if that clicking is a different bird or if it is actually still swallows. It's interesting because it you always expect, again, someone talking like me that doesn't really mm. know a, a loads about bird calls, but that sort of difference between the chirpiness call mm. and the clicking, they're very sort of two different sounds. One's quite smooth and yeah. melodic and the other one is a lot more harsh and... Percussive. Percussive. Mm. Oh, that's quite an interesting thing that a bird would... Yeah. What? Yeah, there must be a reason it has yeah, the two. Yeah, I wonder what it means. Write in and let us know. <laughs> let us know. Or hopefully Fergus is back next week. Ah, yes, because we're clueless. We're, we're, <laughs> we're, all our questions will be answered then. <laughs> now, talking of Fergus, I've got a sound from him as well. <gasps> Fantastic. He's written in. Does he automatically get letter of the week? I mean, he would love that, but I think <laughs> Annabelle can have it. Annabelle can have it. <laughs> Fergus, obviously, at the moment is away in France. And this sounds from whilst he was camping in the Ardennes Forest. I think I pronounced that right. I think what I'll do, I think I'll play it for you. Mm-hmm. And we'll play a little guess game. <gasps> okay, okay. Of course, sticking to the bird theme, this is the bird episode apparently. Let's give it a go. So the question is, what bird is making that mysterious knocking noise? Gonna say a woodpecker. No. Although that's much faster though, isn't it? And more like... That's probably the guess Ooh, I would have made. Come on, Brit. Engage brain. Um, do you know the answer? I do know the answer. And if you want a clue... Mm-hmm, always. It's a bird living up to its name. Woodhatch. Close. Oh. It's a nuthatch. A nuthatch. It's a nuthatching nuthatch. A nuthatching nuthatch. Wow. There we go. I mean, when Fergus sent it in, I was like, that can't be a bird. That's knocking. Yeah. And if it's not a woodpecker. But no, so it's the, the noise of the bird nuthatching. I think I get that. I've just Googled woodhatch and it's not a bird. <laughs> <laughs> I think I meant nuthatch. 
I'll, I'll give it to you. Thank I'll you. let you have the point. I'll That's one it. podcast point to you. They're the ones that they 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 eat off my bird feeder upside down, and they're this beautiful grey and orange, but they they always eat upside down. So I would expect when it's making that noise, it's probably upside down, and I really love that. I think you know more bird facts than I do, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I sort of looked up at them again, trying to learn a bit more about all these birds and stuff. And it is they are as usual insects they eat, but it is hazelnuts, acorns, other nuts and seeds they're into. So again, I assume that's where the name comes from. Mm. Um, but yeah, good spot by Fergus to get the sound of it yeah. doing its name, doing its name, which I very much enjoyed. So yeah, I think although impressive sound from Fergus. I'm going to give the sound of the week to Annabelle. Yeah. She deserves it. Fergus, he's had a lot of them now. He, he doesn't need any more. <laughs> uh, and it was serving right for leaving us. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I mean, it'd be great if you've got any sounds of any birds. It doesn't even have to be birds. Any countryside sounds, sounds of nature, sounds of sounds of rivers. Sounds of nature eating other nature. That's, that's, that's your sort of vibe. That is my vibe. <laughs> if you've got any of those, any length, it doesn't need to be the most perfect quality. We love to hear them. And of course, especially when Fergus is back, the best sounds, best letters right into us, they will get a book from the podcast library. And as I said before, you can send all of those files, those letters to us at editor at com, and we'd love to read them all. Now, I think that's enough bird talking for this week. Just again, a big thank you to Annabelle, firstly, for that excellent episode. To Fiona, Graham, Sandy, and as I mentioned before, the two dogs, got to give them a shout out, Rebus and Monty, for this wonderful episode you can join us again on friday for the next sound escape and come back again next week when fergus as i said will be home and will also be taking on a cycle ride through the tollymore forest but until then thank you so much for listening i'll see you soon Whether it's gloriously sunny or a spring downpour, you can always get outdoors with Regatta. So what are you waiting for? Find a route, grab your walking shoes and start exploring. Regatta Great Outdoors offers all types of performance footwear, from technical hiking boots for regular ramblers to durable walking shoes for the whole family. With waterproof and breathable qualities, shock-absorbing comfort and superior grip, Regatta footwear is designed to withstand whatever challenges Mother Nature throws your way. Discover the range in stores nationwide and at regatta.com.